What's up, you cunts? We're back. A couple of days off, off schedule a little bit here, but you know we'll get into that later. As you can see from the title of this episode, and if you've been a regular listener over these past few weeks, you could probably guess where we're going to be heading, what we're going to be talking about, what the subject material is going to be for this episode. And that's right, boys. We got some. We got it. We got to taste that oosie poosie. Not that we haven't already before, you know. Ain't my first. I ain't my first rotor rotor. Uh, ain't my first rodeo around Rotorua. You guess? I don't know if we try and fucking smooth land that fucking stutter. But um, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's take you back to the beginning. You know, best place to tell the story. Uh, but your first, first of all, actually, first of all, couple of disclaimers. In this podcast, we re- we we respect women. We respect women here, you know. We understand the struggles that the female of our species has to go through that us males could never understand. And we appreciate them for everything that they do. Some of the, my favourite people in my life are women. Alright, we'll get that out of the way in case any of you fucking cunts think I'm being fucking sexist, because I will be. And then also the other disclaimer, we love we love Polynesian people of all... Shapes and sizes, maybe not sizes, but we love all Polynesian people from Samoans, Tongans, I don't know, Cook Islands, whatever the fuck. I know Fijians are technically not Polynesians, but we love them too. Hey, I got a legit, I got Fijians in the family, you know, so by marriage, I'm technically related to Fijians, so I could claim that and say that I'm one of the brothers from the islands, but... Fijians are technically not Polynesians, they're actually Micronesians. That's why they look slightly differently. To the, you know, that's why you can always... It's really fucking hard to tell a Tongan and a Samoan apart. But like, Fijians, especially, you know, you see them, and you can tell. You know, we won't go into any details, because again, we respect all people of all races, shapes and shades and colours. Ugh, shapes and... Sh- ugh. I don't know what the fuck's happening, man. I've started like four times in the first two minutes here. Fuck's sake, Lily. Anyway... We're a tyrant accepting podcast, okay? We, we don't, we don't, we don't accept discrimination of any kind, except against Tongans. But, let's get to the start of the story, eh? I'm not fucking around. The Uzi Pussy. As you know, a couple of weeks ago, your boy put in some work on the dating apps and even the old school social media apps like Facebook, and he lined up four dates in six days. And as you can remember, I was quite excited about that, looking forward to it, really getting into it, getting myself back out there again. And, uh, yeah, one of them, crazy anti-vax chick, weren't going back for a second one, still had a good time on the first date, still overall seemed like a half-decent person, just old and ugly and a bit too cray-cray for your boy. Second one was a fat, ugly bitch who stood me up outside the fucking ice cream shop that was probably going to smoke all my weed anyway, so... You know, shit experience, didn't lose much. Third one, bitch, uh, this is the Samoan girl. Bit on the large side, still had a pretty face. She kind of stood me up, uh, no, she didn't stand me up, but she cancelled a couple hours out, saying her grandma was in hospital. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. The grandma, the grandma's coming back into the story, and I I didn't even think about the whole grandma hospital thing till now, but when we get there... 
You'll know why I just fucking just got sick to my stomach there a little bit. Fuck. Ugh. Anyway, so. And then the fourth chick, you know, if you watch the Red Flags episode, that's what that was about. That fucking hoary bitch. We won't go into that one again. But anyway. So still been talking to this Samoan girl for the last two weeks. This is about two weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, talking on and off. She was uh, keen, keen for the cock, pretty clear. Been busy the last couple of weeks, as you know, I was in Sydney last week, so I couldn't do anything really last week. And uh, yeah, she was hitting me up, I was Snapchatting her some of, the, some of the pics, some of the concert videos and all that kind of shit, just keeping her interested. And then airport Sunday night on the way home, fucking half asleep, exhausted, just tired from an epic weekend with the lads. Sitting there in the seats, you know, once you get to the gate, got there about half an hour, 40 minutes before we had the board. Sitting there on my phone, I get a Snapchat. And it's from this bitch. She's in the bath. You know, tits out, naked, Snapchat, sends it to me. This woke me right the fuck up, obviously. So then, you know, Snapchatted her and she was just like, told her I had to get on the plane, had to fuck off for a while. She basically said, oh... If you're keen once you land, hit me up. Come over, basically. And so once I landed, I hit her up. Flight landed about after 11 o'clock, so it was probably about 11.30 once I got out and I hit her up. No reply, asleep, no biggie. I was pretty fucking shagged anyway. So I went home next day, Snapchat her. And she says, come over tonight. I'm house-sitting. And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck yeah. I don't finish work till late though, I get off about 8.30, did get off about 8.30, so she's like, no worries, come around, let's have a good time, so, head around, after work, places on the other side of town, get there, she opens the door, she's done a makeup, makeup up, put a dress on, she's, uh, she's on the large size, fellas, and I was expecting that going in, but... She legit was the biggest girl I've ever been with. The biggest girl I think I've ever tried to. And no, and spoilers alert, spoiler alert here, boys. Successfully. Again, yeah, I'm not, not that proud of it. But biggest girl I've ever gone, gone with. Like, she was large. Like, she, I don't like guessing weight and, you know, with women that's a whole thing, but... Mate, boy, she was at least, she wouldn't, she wouldn't go, we'll put it this way, she wouldn't go and miss the entire head prop of the All Blacks scrum. That's kind of the ballpark and on weights that we're going with this bitch. But I was like, fuck it, it's been a while, we're putting the work, we're here, let's see what happens. So bus going past, that's what that was, so we sit down on the couch, start chatting away, and you know, your boy was on, I got, as you, if you listen to this, you can tell, I got good chat, I know how to, I know how to spin a yarn, and especially this chick, we were kind of, we were kind of hitting it off a little bit, she had some, you know, we had similar music interests, like she was quite into Kendrick, so she wanted me to recap the concert for her, she actually was going to go to the Auckland one this weekend that got cancelled, so she was super jealous, and then, you know, we're just talking, 
Turns out, you know, she went to the school that I used to coach, coach at, which was kind of weird. She's a couple of years younger than me, so coached some of the classmates. So that was kind of a, you know, interesting. But uh, yeah, anyway, so the, she was house sitting, and she was house sitting her grandma's house, and I didn't click then. I didn't click until what two minutes ago when I first brought it up. But this chick got me around for a booty call in a grandma's house. Well, her grandma's in hospital. Oh, man. If I even clicked on that, like, that just made my dick insert itself inside me. That's just, that's just bad news, man. Like, ah, oh, I'd rather fuck her in a bush on the side of the street. I'd rather fuck her in the middle of Hagley Park at 2.30 on a Thursday afternoon. I would rather fuck her in the middle of a church on a on Sunday morning 10 a.m. mass. Like, thinking about it now, man, like, who, oh, what kind of whore? What kind of whore is like, yep, Grandma, I'll take care of your place while you're sick and in hospital. I'm going to get some cock around, though, and fucking ride the shit out of that. Yeah, man. Really classy woman. You know, just that kind of, that's kind of just sets the theme on this kind of chick. Like, she was a good, good chap, but just trashy as fuck and fat. And yeah, but chat was alright. She was funny, I was making her laugh. She brought out a bit of weed. We smoked a small joint. She had like two puffs. Said she was already high. I think it was more just. You know, you didn't fully trust me. You didn't want to get too fucked up. Otherwise, you know, who knows what she would have done. I'm glad she didn't because she was pretty fucking wild anyway. But, uh, yeah, after about an hour, chatting away, smoking a joint, coming back inside. She was just sitting there, man. This is a weird moment. This is when I was, we were sitting there in a lounge. And she's just, just staring at a photo on the wall. And it was just some dude, like, in like an army uniform. I was like, what are you looking at? And she's just like, my dad's watching us. And I was like, oh, the fuck, man? I was like, all right, maybe we should go into a different room. So then she took me into the spare room at her grandma's house, which is obviously where she was staying while she was fucking house-sitting for her sick grandma in hospital. <laughs> and so then we sat down on the bed, talked to her like another minute, and then I was like, fuck it, let's do this. Leaned in, leaned in for the kiss, and off we were. She was into it. She was really fucking into it. Like, I've never seen a big girl with so much enthusiasm, man. And, you know, I didn't mind that. Started off, like like I said, her face was pretty. But, uh, didn't you know, she was really into it. She wasn't, she wasn't going to be a mattress. Like, so I was starting off all right. Wrap my arms around her, you know. It was a bit tough. Yeah, the full stretch right around her, but. You know, we were getting there, and then she, like, gets close, slipped the hand down her pants, start fiddling away, and then I'm like, you know, I go for my standard move. I go, you know, I make the move to go down and eat a pussy. And I'm a, I'm a, I love eating pussy. Like, outside of actually fucking, eating pussy is one of my favorite things to do. 
And your boys get it. I'll like not to brag or anything. And you know, I know boys out there. Like, there's no way I can ever prove this to you, unless you let me like eat your missus pussy out or something. And if you really were that interested, then I'd be all for that. But I'm good at eating pussy, and I've done it a you know a fair amount on a fair different range of different chicks. And when I get my head down in between the legs near a pussy. This is where things took, you know, uh, regardless of all the other shit, this is the low point of the night. I get to the pussy and I fucking get a whiff of that stinky fucking sweaty, gooey mess. And fuck me. That was the smelliest, most feral pussy I've ever smelled in my life. Like, I gagged on it, man. And I'm, I don't have a weak stomach, man. I've got a strong stomach for most shit like that. I gagged, man. And she, I think she could tell, but... Look, I ain't no quitter. I ain't no pussy-ass bitch. I went in there. I buried that tongue in there. And I went to work, boys. I went to work. And I don't know if you... I'm sure some of you out there have fucked obese pussy before. Like, I fucked chubby and fat pussy. But, like, I'm talking obese pussy. Dude, the fat goes over the pussy. Like, those pussy lips get fat. And I didn't know this, man. I had to, like... It was work getting in there. Finding that clip was work. Trying to push through that fat fucking pussy to get anywhere resembling the clitoris. That and fuck, man, like with the folds and everything, like that slit was just long. Like trying to find the entry to get the finger in there, let alone the cock later on. Fuck me. It was difficult. But anyway, I went down there, stayed down there for about two minutes. Uh, you know, don't, that was as much as I could handle. And then, you know, she pulled the head out. She says it's her turn. She goes to work, starts sucking me off. This is where I'll give her some positives. Head game was strong. You know, probably used to shoving a lot of shit down that throat from a fucking childhood. You know, just fucking smashing back. All the chop suey and fucking Maccas and BK or whatever fucking else Samoans eat. You know? Because I was thinking about this the other day, like... Not, not to be racist or anything, but... KFC and McDonald's, that's like the staple Polynesian diet, isn't it? Like, no joke. Like, you go to a drive-thru on a Friday night. It's 80% Polynesians. And... They're all, you know, that's that's basically their national fucking delicacy at this point. But anyway, so the head was going all right, which I needed because after, you know, having your head in a stinky puss like that, you, you know, it's not the easiest thing to do to keep it up. So she gave me some half-decent head for a couple of minutes, and she said she wanted to ride me, and I was like, yeah, all right. 
See how long you can last there. She lasts about 30 seconds just squatting up and down before she got fucking puffed. So I had to lay back down. Somehow push my cock through the three layers of fat just to get into her pussy. Pounded away for like two minutes. She was loving it. I wasn't really. Your boy, the little guy, kind of wasn't into it. He gave up. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Little guy's giving up, stinky puss, fat chick, in a grandma's spare room while her grandma's in hospital. Like, all this just getting to the head. And the cock's just failing on me. And, you know, I'm a good, kind-hearted person. And I always want, you know, regardless of everything else going on, I want to make sure she had a good time. You know? I wanted to, want to send her home happy. And li- little Lily wasn't helping out. So I had to go back down. I had to go back down. I took a deep breath. Deepest breath I've taken of my life. Wish I had a snorkel. But I didn't. Took a deep breath. Deep, deep breath. Got that tongue. Got those fingers. And went to work. And for five minutes, I was in hell, gentlemen. I was in hell. But I dug my way out. I finished the job, finished her off. Absolutely exhausted. Lay down on the bed. She was like, I'll finish you off. And I was like, I'm good. I told her, I'm good. Uh, That's it, I was done. And she's like, okay, thank you so much. And she tried, you know. She cuddles, and we kind of cuddle for a little bit. I didn't want to just leave. And then it was just like, uh, it was just a mess, boys. It was a mess. Worst pussy I've had in my life. Bar none. Weirdest situation. Just a fucked up time. And I'm not going back. Not going back. And honestly, man, I deserved it. I deserved it. Like, ah, no, that's harsh. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody deserves that. I think that's just that's just the game. That's the game. It fucking sucks though. I don't even really know what else to say about it. But uh, yeah. But I'm proud of myself. I didn't quit. Daddy didn't raise no fucking quitter. I got the job done. Even when my own body was failing me. I went to work and I got the job done. And that's what really fucking matters. That's yeah. I think I'm, I'm definitely going back to being a bit more picky. A bit more picky on Tinder. Just, you know... After that negative experience, I'm not exactly rushing to just give it away. Just to fucking fuck any whore out there. Um, yeah. Keen just to sit back and chill and just let... Let what happens, happens for a little while. You know what I mean? I don't need... I'm not... I'm even... I'm even... I'm even cut off the OnlyFans a little bit, boys. Like... I don't know. I think it's because I finally... I got some pussy. It's terrible pussy. But, like... Ah. Oh. That's just, 
I think I still need time to process. It's only been like two or three days. But, uh, yeah, man. Overall, two out of ten. Now, moving on. Moving on to something a bit more positive. As you know, from the last episode, I was over in Sydney this last weekend with the boys. Fucking four days in Sydney. Thursday through Sunday. And fuck, it was a good time. Fucking epic lad trip. Started off Thursday night. Well, we got in there first thing Thursday morning. Then Rolsty. Went around, saw the sights around Sydney. Checked into the hotel. Bit of a power nap. Went out, went to a comedy night. At the comedy store, Sydney. And, uh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Couple of pretty fucking good comedians. Couple of shit ones. You know. <coughs> Sorry, voice is going a bit hoarse. Fucking... Battling a little bit of a head cold here, but you know, as you know from the previous story, your boy's a trooper. He doesn't give up. He doesn't give up. All right, and we're not going to give up tonight. But anyway, went to the comedy store, Sydney. Some shit ass comedians, some good ones too. You know, good night overall by the lads. Then went bowling, had a couple beers. Went to one nightclub, which was kind of shit because it was a Thursday night. Apparently, it was pretty good on the other night that Scribble went to it, but uh. Yeah, overall Thursday night, pretty good. Friday, start of Friday morning, some fucking Sydney middle-aged cunt fucking rocked up to me and Rolsey having breakfast. Told us about his wild night. Basically, you know, talked about talked about the coke that he got from the night before. And yeah. Uh, sorry, boys, really starting to battle here with the voice. But uh, yeah, man. Fucking Yeah fuck that cunt I don't even want to talk to him Just some random cunt And Sydney came up And spoke to me and Rolfstein And kind of sort of Offered us coke At 10.30 in the morning So we kind of turned it down Because then we had the Kendrick concert Which was the best concert Of my fucking life Kendrick Lamar Mr. Morale The absolute goat Fucking legend Honestly Like Just Words can't even describe Played all the hits Played all the bed bangers from, from the latest album. Played all the good shit from Dam. But yeah, I think I gave a bit of a review on it on the last episode with the lads. But you know, it was fucking epic. Then we get to Saturday. Now Saturday, you haven't heard about Saturday yet because the last episode was recorded on Saturday afternoon. But uh, Saturday night, started off, me and the lads, we went out to a Sydney FC versus Melbourne City football game. Wasn't expecting much, Didn't know, don't know a whole lot about the Hyundai A-League, but uh, overall, fucking good experience, it was in the new F- Sydney Football Stadium, which is a pretty fucking sick stadium, and uh, yeah, yeah, basically got the cheapest tickets we could, which happened to be in the Cove, which we didn't know what the fuck was, but basically the Cove are these terraces they put in behind one of the goals, and it's basically just all the young cunts with the drums and the banners and just... Trying to make a real European football atmosphere. Just going nuts all game long. And yeah, it was just a fucking good time. Had a few beers. Got amongst a couple of chants. You know, I was chanting a bit of Sydney forever. Sydney forever. You know, really getting into it. Just with the lads. And then there was a couple other ones. Like they were bagging Victorians, which I was here for. Fuck Victorians. But yeah, overall, good night. Sydney FC got the 2-1 victory. 
crowd loved it. Melbourne City were undefeated before then, so it was a pretty big win. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, Sydney SC is going to become the official A-League club of this podcast, and we're going to become Sydney FC supporters from now on after that game. And yeah, just overall a fucking good night. Fucking good night at the footy. So then after that, we came back into town, freshened up a little bit, and you know, it'd been a long weekend at this point. It'd been a long weekend. We were up real late, late the night before at the casino. As I mentioned last episode, Skrilla got a bit of cocaine there. The fucking selfish cunt didn't share it around. But, um, yeah, we were feeling it. Skrilla was feeling it. I was feeling it. Rolsty, I knew he was feeling it, but he, he said he wasn't. So we needed a bit of time, freshened up, took about 20, 20, 30 minutes. And then we got down, got down to the pub. Rolsty was dressed to the nines, I was dressed to the eights maybe, I wasn't, didn't even have a clean t-shirt on, or clean jeans, just, I just threw shit on, Skrilla was in a shortened t-shirt, just didn't give a fuck, and we were like, okay, where are we going to go, we're going to go somewhere in town, I'm going to go to a club, get on it, but uh, so, we were like, yeah, right, I was kind of thinking in the back of my head, like, ah, uh, don't even really like going to nightclubs, you know, feeling pretty tired, alright, I'll check him out, but stay for an hour of the ship, going home, go to bed, alright, that's where my head was at, and it was obvious, I think, you know, Rolsey could probably tell, you know, he's known me long enough, he could read me like a book, I think he knew exactly where my head was at, at that point, but uh, yeah, we lined up for one club, Got told Skrilla wasn't going to get let in because he had shorts on, so like, fuck, we're not going to go to this one. So we kept walking and then ended up at this club called Home the Venue. Massive club. We walked straight in to the main floor. DJ was playing fucking EDM mix- mixes of just classic rockets of like Akadaka, Nirvana, just fucking all the rock shit you can imagine and fuck, man. Felt the vibe and just went away. Just went away, man. DJ got me fizzed. Fucking got on, after got a drink, got on the dance floor, started cutting shapes, just building up the night, worked our way up to the front, and just for like two and a half, maybe even three fucking hours, just went hard, man. Cut loose on the dance floor like I haven't, haven't done even before in my life. And fuck, it was a good time. You know, fucking just, ugh. Yeah, great way to sign off a trip. Had to be there, you had to be there. You know. But just so you know, fans of the podcast, if you ever see if you ever see Lily in your city walking down, not looking like I've got anything to do and it's a like a Friday, Saturday night, and you know the spots that are going off, just hit me up and I'll be there. Let me bring me along. You know, I f you know. It's such a good time, man. I'm just gonna I think it's just because the clubs here and shit in Christchurch are so fucking shit that you wouldn't get that experience anywhere near here unless, like, it was a EDM concert or something of a specific art- artist. And even then, people are just cunts here. So I think it might have been a one-time thing. We might not be able to recreate that at home like we did over there. But, yeah. Yeah, it was a good fucking time. Anyway, how long are we into this thing? We'll keep going for a little bit more, but... I got a lot to talk about today because 
Man, it's been a couple days since I dropped an episode. Been a little bit irregular with the trip over Sydney. Like, this is Thursday. I'd normally like to record this on a Tuesday. And then record another one on Friday. But uh, I had my work Christmas party on Tuesday. So I couldn't record that. Fuck, it was a good time, though. Fucking started off, went to some table tennis bar. Had a bit of a table tennis tournament within the company. Just playing first to five, had like a round robin thing, then a knockout. I think there were 23 people entered in the competition. And somehow, somehow your boy got second. I got second out of 23 in a table tennis tournament. Another bus going past, just keeping it quiet. So I don't know how the fuck that happened. I'm terrible at table tennis. Anybody that's seen me play will know. Used to have a flat back in the day. There were six of us in there. I was number six at table tennis, quite clearly. And in the table tennis tournament, I started off, well, the games were just first to five. I lost the th- first one 5-0. Then in the second one, got up 4-1. Um, one of the guys in the office, and then lost that game 5-4. So horrible start. But then I had my third beer. And I got hot. I went on. You know, I played a couple of real shit cunts in the next two games. Got a good win. Then played against a guy that was actually pretty decent. Somehow fluked a win on him. Then got into the knockout. Played a guy that was similar level to me. Beat him 5-4. Knocked him out of there. Fucking made it to the semi. And this was when the real players are happening. And the Indian guy that I've mentioned before in this show was actually a fucking... Damn good table tennis player was undefeated to this point. I got the first serve against him in a game first to five. And I gotta say the strongest part of my table tennis game went into Cohen, like cause it can be a bit inconsistent, but I had it going on Tuesday night. This is my serve. I got a real nice just quick flat flat little serve that it's a shit angle that you're really either gonna have to pop up give me an easy ball to smash back or you know almost hard real, unless you know what you're doing real hard serve to actually hit back with any power or any accuracy so had that going so I was getting a real good advantage on my serve and I just knew how to get into this guy's head real nice guy but I just knew how to work him up a little bit so managed to pull off like a 5-3 win against him fluked my way into the final and then get blown out didn't score a single point in the final but hey doesn't matter <coughs> I can confidently say that I'm the second best table tennis player in the office. And that was, yeah, that was a fucking fluke. But then we went on to dinner, went to a real nice dinner spot, fucking Japanese teppanyaki place. Fucking real expensive feed, free drinks. Just got on the piss. Then went over to an establishment, it's quite well known here in Christchurch, called the Rock Pool. Because it was a Tuesday night, not a lot else open. So we all went there and fucking just got on the piss with some of the workmates till about 2 in the morning. On a Tuesday, on a Wednesday morning. And yeah, it was a good fucking time. You know, some good lads that we work with. Good good to get to know them. Might, might pull a couple of extra guests out in the future. You know, a couple of stoners in the group. Gonna head around. Maybe have, have a sesh or two off the record with them. See how we're going. See what's happening. But yeah. But yeah, but fuck man, work, some of us are talking, like, I think, you know, for an office of about less than 30 people, they put on fucking 
a night that would have cost like five, six grand. Like the amount of shit they would have paid for and the amount of drinks. So I get it. I'm starting to get it. Why some people get sucked into the corporate culture. It's just, yeah, man. Fucking hell. Like they know how to make you comfortable. I'll tell you that much. Like they know how, like they really know how to entice you, just lure you away from your dreams and hopes and aspirations and just fucking get you to fully commit to the dark side. But we're not going to let it happen. We might let it happen, but we're not going to let it happen. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. Feeling a little bit crook. Yesterday I was hungover as fuck after the work do and just the weekend in general. But as you can tell, the voice isn't, it's battling today. It's not really doing what it should be doing. But yeah, stay frosty, you faggots.